Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Training Day podcast. I got the beast, Jake Kona, with me. Family First Life, Big Sky. And these guys are tearing it up, man. It was an honor and long overdue to meet you down at convention in Miami and to see what kind of year 2021 you had, your team had, the way y'all charged. I love what you said from stage. I mean, there's a lot for us to unpack here, man. But uh, Executive Vice President, FFL Big Sky, Jake Conan. How you doing, my brother? Man, I'm great, Mark. Blessed to be here, man. Thank you so much for having me on. It's long overdue. Yeah, man, and it's an honor for us. Um, you know, just you know, watching your presentation and obviously watching from afar <laughs> with how you guys you know handled 2021, but then hearing it was really awesome to connect the dots, kind of who the players were, how you met them, how you introduced them into your deal, how y'all built your culture. So you have, a, I mean, there's just so many places we can go today. But I want to start with, um, you know, if you could kind of, for, for the audience that's on here that doesn't know you, if you could kind of tell us a little bit about where you're from and then kind of how you found FFL and what, what was the aha moment to get this thing popping for you? For sure. So first off, Mark, thank you very much for having me on, man. Oh, sure. It's humbling to be on here. It was so awesome to meet you in person, man. I've been looking up to you for a long time like you said, from afar, and we didn't even know each other. So it was amazing to meet you. But uh, I wasn't, I did have prior insurance industry experience. Um, I was selling mostly property and casualty, you know, home auto, farm ranch, that type of stuff. Grew up in Kalispell, Montana. If you don't know where that is, if you're familiar <laughs> with national parks, we, you know, we got Glacier National Park, two yeah. hours from the Canadian border, lots of snow, pretty wow. cold. <laughs> um, nice. 12 brothers and sisters, blended family. Wow. And, uh, yeah, man. So it was about two, it was about two years ago, almost to the day, you know, Easton Patton, who I went to college with in Montana, he made a social media post. So I reached out to him. How, for many, advice. Fa- how many families did he help? He helped. Thank you. Uh, about 274 families over the course of seven months. Crazy. Just crazy. But, but yeah, man. So I, I saw that post that Easton made. I didn't believe it. I reached out to him for advice. And uh, it, the conversation escalated from there. He wouldn't leave me alone. He was like a rabid dog sending me, you know, deposit statements. Every day I'd be at dinner with the family. Oh, I got another deposit statement from Easton. It's still fake. It's still fake. But, uh, you know, he did. He hit vice president in April 2020. And he did 90. He helped my 93 families out by himself. Wow. You know, and I think he had under under 10 um, team members that he was working with at the time. So I didn't see anybody else around me doing anything like that so i wanted to jump in that's crazy dude i mean imagine that you go to college with a guy how'd you get in the industry honestly i, I met a i met a guy it was he was the own the regional director or manager whatever his title was um for a, a captive agency out of montana and uh, i just he was driving a really nice car and <laughs> i was at that stage in my life i was like what, you know what do you do for work and uh, he, he told me, and I wouldn't leave him alone for like six months and kind of recruited myself to him. It's crazy, man. What It's just crazy how life works, the serendipity of it all. Um, so you finally came over to FFL mm-hmm. um, based on, you know, real facts, real information. 
and they have potential to serve a lot of families. Okay. Yes, sir. And then what happened? I mean, did you did you go bonkers day one? Was it like what happened? I mean, from the outside looking in, it might be that way. But uh, I, I did have prior experience. You know, I, I was paying I was paying a lot of money for a coach, but I was going through struggles just like everybody else was. Man, I fought the phones like a like an animal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I had some mental block where I just didn't want to call people three times in a row. I don't know what the deal was, but um, I mean, that's, that's where Easton was. You were raised too respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So had to, had to get past that, man. But I mean, I couldn't have been with two better guys, you know, Easton and Zach to kind of blaze the trail and get me over myself. That's awesome. And, and that you did my friend, (laughs) that's to say the least. Um, What did you end up, you know, how many families did you end up serving? First off, when did you come over? What month? June 2020. June 2020. So you got your feet wet 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020, 21, excuse me, 2021, you were locked in, loaded, and ready to have the kind of year you had, correct? Yes, sir. How many families did you serve in 2021 by yourself? 1,178. 1,000-plus <laughs> families. That's nutty. I mean, that's 20 plus. <laughs> that's almost 25 families a week. Like, <laughs> I said it and I had to. I couldn't. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's boss. But, I mean, look, it shows how big your heart is and, and how much you want to help people. I mean, like, at the end of the day, you're all over it. And, uh, obviously, no woman or man was left behind by you. I mean. They they filled out something for life insurance. They obviously had a big need, and you you felt the 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 obligation to fill that need. So kudos to you. And then, but when did you start building a team? So I I was fake building a team. You know, November twenty twenty, making it look like I was building a team to appease everybody around me. But I had no, I did not want to do that whatsoever. Um, seriously, started trying to build it. I'd say February last year. Got it. So you went, which city did you attend convention in, in 2021? Kansas City. Kansas City. Yes, sir. How many, how many people did you bring to that event? Ooh, I think if I'm being generous with myself, I would say 10, but I think realistically it was less than that. Wow. So, and Andy so, actually brought most of them, not me. Got it. So, Wow. What a difference a year makes, huh? Mm, yes. Yes. How many people attended the 2022 convention with you and Big Sky? We, we had over 100 there. It's, I mean, just a year, a year later, you know, just instilling, you know, inspiring, leading from the front and saving and serving families, saving agents, serving families. Great work. Um Let's talk about this convention. Let's talk about what we yeah. just experienced down in Miami um, with that electricity and the the head count and all the the great speakers. What were some of your big takeaways from 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 our signature event? That I mean, number one, everybody talked about serving, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Um, that that's just astounding to see, man. I still can't believe this business model. You know, the more you 
put others before yourself, the better it is for them first and then you second. But it's way better for you if you have it in that order. Um, it just drove home that that fact even harder. I mean, you talked about, you know, sowing seeds, which was amazing. That thing pumped me up. I was pounding my chest and flexing in the third row in the back. <laughs> I was ready to go play a football game. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, but I mean, faith um, can't have a big ego in a big business. I mean, that just kind of ties into the servitude uh, narrative, you know, that kind of lived throughout those three days and hard work. No doubt, man. I mean, <clears throat> what did it feel like for you presenting from stage? You know, was that your first time on stage? That was definitely my first time in front of that many people, 100%. No, no doubt. What did that feel like for you, delivering your story? I felt, I felt, I, you know, I was very close to the front. I felt the energy, man. I, I, I resonated with the message. I loved your transparency and, you know, how you're looking to, I just want to hear about it because not, you know, maybe there were some people that weren't there or maybe some people need to relive it. But I want to relive it through your eyes. I got you. Um, so, I mean, I mean, dude, it was it was very humbling. It, it was super humbling. I mean, just to just to be in front of that many people giving back. I mean, a year ago where my mind was, I mean, there's no way I would have been up doing that. Hmm. And I mean, especially talking about what I was talking about. I mean, it was emotional, too. I mean, I was getting pumped up. Hmm. I mean, a year seems like a, <laughs> a, really, a really long time, man, but a lot can change in a year. It's just, it's just insane. It's just insane. It was really, it was cool to get up there and just be honest. Yeah. No, and not have to sugarcoat anything. And I mean, it was really cool, man. The team got pumped up. I, I felt like, uh, you know, I was butt naked up there emotionally in front of everybody, <laughs> man, just being vulnerable, which right. was, I mean, it was just, it was just cool, man. It was awesome. Was that a challenge for you? Was that, was that something that you would have, obviously you sang it was awesome. So you, 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 you grew from it and you enjoyed it. But is that yes. like, is that your style? Would you have, would you have done that naturally? Like talk, talks about what I did or Vulnerab just the just vulnerability. No, nope. There's no way, man. I <laughs> mean, uh, like, like I said, a lot of changes in a year. Right. I, I, I probably would have a year ago at this time, I probably would have got up there and talked about, you know, everything I was doing that was, that was working, mm. just all, you know, just made it more so about me, mm. but yeah. it was it wasn't at all. Yeah, I definitely saw you reach into the hearts of people, you know, um, and you inspired the living crap out of your group. You know, if I was in your group, I'd have been fired up out of my mind. So <laughs> I would have been, I think, you know, just your, you definitely connected and resonated you know, um, and it's funny how a lot of times we want to, like you, like you said a little bit, beat our chest. But the reality is, is people are more inspired by what's not going right, which you overcame more than they are inspired about how great you are. Because, I mean, you helped over 1,100 families last year. So if anyone doesn't think that you're doing great things, that's they don't think they ain't keeping score. But, you know, but for you to go out there and then inspire, you know, thousands of people based on what you had to overcome, that was pretty awesome, you know. And for our audience's ears, can you talk a little bit about some of the things you had to overcome? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, 
my, my prior experience in, in the industry was, you know, it was very open, you know, give you, give you a hug, bring you in with a kiss on the cheek. But then when you needed help, um, all those promises, you, you found out they were false. Um, and especially once I started getting traction and moving forward, I mean, there was no help at all. Hmm. So when, when I came over here, even though I was with a, a person that I knew in Easton and trusted, I was just out to protect my legacy, make sure my family was good, take care of me. It wasn't about anybody else, man. And uh, Andy Paulus was the person that changed that. You know, I talked to my sister. Um, I hired her on to help me recruit. She, I brought her on to help me recruit. And she hired the guy <laughs> that was Andy's friend that brought him on. I love this story. And, uh, but, but, yeah, man. Now, I, you I wait. Didn't... The way you told it was you hired her as your recruiter just yeah. to kind of shut everyone up because they yeah. they're seeing your talent level. They're seeing what – you're potentially capable of and you know they're asked to do build a team build a team build a team build a team right and then right. you hire her to kind of just get everyone to kind of back off but you didn't think <laughs> yeah. she was going to have the result that she had was that right that's exactly right and talk about her result a little bit because that's where this yeah she hired a man from from idaho um i mean i was spending like two cents on it she recruited a man from idaho excuse me you know i was spending like two cents on uh on recruiting ads, I think it was indeed. You know, his name was Brock, and he brought his best friend with him right away. So it wasn't even that we, you know, recruited Andy. Um, he came on, man, and he just wouldn't leave me alone. I mean, straight up, the dude was calling me 15 to 30 times a day, asking me every question in the book. I didn't even know the answer to him, so I wasn't even really giving him a lot of guidance. I was just telling him, like, dude, you know, work harder, go door knock at like 6 a.m., go door knock at 11 p.m., just let me know how it goes when it's done. And he, he just kept coming, man. But what I came to realize when I got to actually meet him at convention last year was uh, he was just tr trying to do the same thing for his family that I was focused on. Mm. You know, he, had, he, had a, he has two beautiful daughters, uh, amazing wife, Nicole. He was just out to get, you know, his first family home and take care of his family, man, in the same way I was. And that, that completely changed the game, you know, for me. And uh, I, instead of looking at him as, you know, taking something away from me, you know, taking my focus or whatever, um, I, I looked at it just like my, my old, uh, you know, sports background. You know, he, he was my teammate. He trusted me. He trusted me to come on here and help him. And that's why he wasn't leaving. So I just made up my mind to help him. Wow. What did that do for you, you know, to go from me to we? What did that do for you? <laughs> I, felt, I felt lighter <laughs> i mean i mean literally i felt lighter um i felt like there wasn't as much pressure on me um on me placed by me you know for me and my family many it was just all it was all about helping you know I, I became a lot more full of gratitude became a lot more thankful um everything just got a little bit easier i felt like the stars kind of aligned you know with where my mentality shifted was you know with ffl as a company in the direction where we're, that we're headed to that was the main thing was i felt aligned that's awesome man that's a great story you know and again it brings us to 2022 you know um you know and some of these things that you're focused on now uh but obviously starting with convention and then now we're we're post-convention looking to take the momentum at a convention and turn it into something before I transition there, who was your favorite non-FFL speaker at convention? 
Man, it was pretty hard to pass up Kevin O'Leary. Ha, ha, ha. Tell me why. Very hard. I mean, uh, he's just fu- functioning at a different wavelength, you know, mentally. He's throwing some of these numbers out like a, like a small sale of $4 billion. It's like, what? A small you know, sale. <laughs> you know, just at a different capacity, you know, and right. talked about things, some of the products that actually, you know, got, took off took off the ground, some of the companies that he assisted with, you never, I never would have thought some stuff like that would have shot off like it did. <laughs> That's crazy. It was, it was pretty cool to see, uh, see him get up there and actually be honest. Right, right. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know, if someone would have told me that Shark Tank wasn't rigged, I, I, I want to believe it's not rigged. I watched the show. I'm a fan <laughs> of the show. Yeah. I want to believe it's not rigged, but I didn't know it was illegal to host a show and then <laughs> and then they're kind of like, you know, make deals for the sake of TV, right? They're not yeah. doing that. That's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That's unreal, man. Right? That's that's so cool. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. So all the awkwardness <laughs> and pressure, those people are rocking into, it's real. It's pretty awesome. So... That's great to hear, man. So, what were what, what what were one or two top takeaways for you coming out of this event? I mean, just the passion. Hmm. The passion was so cool to be around. That's always the number one. I mean, energy's at, at an all time high. You know, you came out screaming. Dave Witcher came out screaming. Sean with the gun. You know, I mean, but it's it's not it's not fake. It's not like it's hype. I mean, it's true. Like. Everybody that got on stage to speak, man, they love where they're at. And even if they weren't on stage, they love where they're at, you know, coming up to talk to you and stuff like that. I mean, no it, was, it was unbelievable, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And as you as you now look at 2022, you know, fresh out of convention, your team leaders, your managers, your, the, you know, the men and women that you get to, to, to go to battle with every day. What are some things that you guys have been laying down to see the true fruit of an event like this? Going into the event, I mean, I just, I started with, started with myself first. You know, what do I need to add into, into my resume? You know, what ingredient do I need to add into my recipe to, make, to increase the spice a little bit, make, mm. it, make it a little bit better, a little bit sweeter? Mm-hmm. Um, but then also trying to figure out, you know, what were my strengths and grab a couple of tools to help maximize those, you know? And so that's kind of what, um, those are really my only instructions with everybody going into it was just, I mean, don't be there just to be there and just listen with intent, mm. you know, to make yourself better. Cause I mean, you can't not get better if you're looking for it, especially at a place like that. Right. It's crazy. So now that you guys are ready to rip, you know, how are you stacking this thing? What are some of the things you're doing from a um, from a recruiting standpoint to help put agents in a better position? What are some things that you um, and your managers are looking to do to help build the, the current people on your team? What are some practical steps that someone could take to try to build their business to an EVP level? Surround yourself by people that are better than you or, I mean, just people that have the same vision. You know, so that that's really that's really the main direction that we're going on the business building and recruiting Avenue is uh, just increasing promotional efforts. Cause I mean, we know, we know the song that we need to sing, hmm. you know, to, to bring the people in that are going to work best with us in the direction that we're going and the people that we work best with as well in return, you know, so just driving, driving that home with uh, promoting marketing, the people that we want to bring in. That's strong. And I mean, 
just just doing that every every single day. I mean, there's no secret to it. Huh. You know, like if, if you want big, if you want big biceps, guess what? You're going to the gym and doing curls every single day. You, you know, you want a big business. I mean, you got to put yourself aside and go out there and help other families. That you know, other save other agents every single day. No doubt, no, very factual, my friend. Um, when you look at your personal production year for 2022, I mean, mm-hmm. I bet you can top 2021. Um, hard to do, but I'm sure you can do it. What's your goal for how many families you're going to serve in 2022? So, this, I mean, it's all about building a business this year for me. You know, so however many families I need to help to make sure that the funds are up so I can always be a yes man in business, yes no to this new recruiting venture, yes to this new technology. Sure. That's where it's going to be. But all my goals are, all my goals are about the business, you know, and, and saving agents and then maximizing the agents' uh, virtues that, that are their strengths that are currently with me right now. So what does that clock look like then? You know, because that makes sense. I mean, you had a massive year. Your team is on the, on the, on the grow. You're headed towards helping 1,000, 1,100 families a month as a company. You know, what is what does that schedule now look like? I know what last year's schedule looked like. It was balls to the walls, meet with as many families as humanly possible every single week. What is the – with the new goal this year of, of strictly building a business and and helping the amount of families you need to help per week, which basically says, hey, look, what do I need to do to kind of make sure – you know, I can say yes when something new comes down the path for me. And after that, it's all about this business. Or before that and after that, it's all about building a business. Talk to us a little bit about some of those technical changes that are going to take place. Got it. So from a from a running standpoint, you know, in, in 2021, the the most families that I, that I helped were on two days of the week, you know, Saturday and Sunday. Mm. You know, so making sure I'm in the field on the on those days, uh, serving the people. You know, and then the the other five days of the week, you know, it's just structure structuring interviews. We have you know we have four recruiters that are scraping social media, every social media marketing, you know, every social media avenue that we have access to. They're all on there, posting, promoting, duplicating, recalibrating the content that's already out there, just getting it out there, and just driving traffic to to us and a brand and connecting me with as many people that are genuinely interested, interested in changing their life, you know, on a daily basis, you know, whether that be, I got to wake up at six, six o'clock, you know, and go to sleep at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. I mean, whatever it takes, man, whatever it takes. I love it. I love your attitude, man. Um, so Saturday and Sunday in the field, Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. building a business. Yes, sir. That's that's a, what a commitment. So, what does that look like dial schedule wise for you? So on on Thursday, those are always you know a huge dial day. We have a, always have a lot of competitions within our organization on Thursdays. You know the first one to fifteen appointments, you know five hundred bucks, and then the first huh. first one to you know twenty eight appointments, thirty appointments. By the end of the day, five hundred bucks bucks it can't just be the same person nice. but i mean that, that's where our business starts is on the phone that's where it starts and ends so on thursdays i'm helping everybody honing their script honing their honing their craft on the phone making sure they have everything prepped and prepared ready to go out in the field and then my dial day is you know friday Got and it. you know what that you know what that looks like when you're <laughs> <laughs> when you're running and helping at the same time no doubt <laughs> 
How many? What's the goal? What's the appointment goal for the weekend? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. I mean, then you built this up. I think you know we talk about thirty appointments a week, thirty appointments a week, thirty appointments a week, and you've built up a a uh, close ratio that allows you to do only two days and to jam those days full to max capacity of twenty, and then you're you're probably going to still get very close to the same result that you got <laughs> in twenty twenty one, just because you have the ability to go in. And reach into a family soul better than you did a year ago, you know. 100%. Help them with the, what they need. Put their position. You know, figure out what the situation is. Find the find the hole. Plug it, you know, and 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 fill their needs faster, with more with more precision. So, and then using those two days that Sunday's the best day of the week to run because everyone's so relaxed, and there's no traffic. <laughs> you know, absolutely. You know, it is literally the best day of the week to run Sunday. No doubt. Walking in and being served food and just <laughs> all day <laughs> long, you know. Yeah. So, man, you're a complete stud. Um, I got a lot out of this. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for helping us with uh, serving the people. And if there was a parting shot you can give to the agents, um, what would it be? Expect to win, man. Expect to win. Don't come over here. You know, what if this happens in a negative way? Come over here and expect to win. Expect to win, baby. Very easy. Just just put it in your mind that you're going to win. You're a winner already. Thank you so much, Jake. Appreciate all you do. Keep serving. You're doing so much for the company. We appreciate you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Let's make it happen. Big week. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, brother.